There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Look, man. Bear. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow. Is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. These Lost Culture bonus episodes are top tens. Top tens in the tradition of David Letterman, Miss Mojo. We are doing our countdowns. Yes, and this is Lost Culture so countdown. Lost Culture countdown. I and cut you off, sis. No, you didn't. Basically, it's a little bit of what we're known for, which are our famous lists. Yes. And we're sort of giving them in mini-sodes mm. here. These are going to be tiny bites, quick bites. Oh, you with the term. I can't let it go. One of the many things I can't let go in my life. Hey. Hey, wow. I said. Hey. So this today we're doing, and we're going to say it in unison, the top 10 pop girly debut singles. Talk about why it's important to make a splash with your debut single as a pop girly. It's so important to make a splash with your debut single as a pop girly because there are so many pop girlies and there are so many singles that you can get lost in the fray, a fate worse than death. It's actually Rilla Kildra number 99. Getting Getting lost lost in the fray, a fate worse than death. I mean, especially now, you know, it's so hard to break through in a way that is monocultural and yet... And she's not on this list, spoiler alert, but like Olivia Rodrigo with driver's license, she did that. I, I mean, can't believe she's not on the out. list. It's we okay. left it out. We left it out. We and might have to make another list. We might have to make another list down the road because that's truly one of the most iconic pop girly debut singles ever. But I think we're looking at a pretty concentrated set of girlies that, and when we say pop girlies, you know what we mean. I would say pop girlies, and I would say this list is really giving millennial culture. <laughs> because but Billy's not on this list, and Olivia's not on this list. But pop girlies is a millennial term. Yeah, I'm right. sorry to the other generations, but it is like... 2010 was the year when, like, it sprung, when, like, the fountain was a flow. I also feel like you and I make no apologies no. about being millennials. Everyone needs to stop, like, shrinking into, like, oh, I'm millennial, I'm stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm doing an, 
a New York accent. It's a really great millennial impression. It's I'm, I'm a stupid millennial. <laughs> I'm a stupid All, millennial. Everyone's out here on these streets going, hey, I'm stupid. I'm over-medicated. I'm overstimulated, And I'm over-educated. <laughs> I'm a millennial, honey. I'm a millennial, and honey. I'm here. <laughs> I'm in debt. This is why you need to buy the diamond prescription. And this is why, is BMP. It, is that what it's called? The diamond prescription? I love that big money players, our company, did not say plus or gold. They said diamond. Diamond, honey. Diamond honey. status medallion. Medallion. It's now, very Delta. Very Very Maryland. Delta of them. Very yes. big plane. <laughs> now, we should get right into it. Okay. So, like these lists are sort of famously known for it, we're going to start at 10 and go to 1. Because who wants to start at 1 and go to 10? You know what I mean? Honey, it's literally diminishing returns. Truly. So... Number this 10. is the top 10 pop girly debut singles of all time, but mostly millennial. Here we go. Number 10, Genie in a, in a Bottle, Christina, Christina Aguilera. Aguilera. As soon as she comes in and says, I feel like I've been locked up tight in a century of lonely nights. Waiting for someone to release me. We sort of get a sense of sort of repression. Yes. But of a demon willing to be unleashed. Not a demon, really. More like a, um, a spirit. A spirit. Like, sort of, this was Christina saying, I have a talent that is ready to be unleashed on the world. And it is a vivid one that that you will remember forever. And we have remembered forever, haven't we? Mm-hmm. And, you know, growing up, I think on the radio, hearing the difference, you got to treat me the right way versus you got to rub me the right way. I said, well, now why did they change that? What is so... Lamp imagery. Oh, why did they change it? You got to treat me... Isn't it... You got to rub me the right way. But then on... So, like, let's say... And I'm going to reveal myself as a Radio Disney kid. Uh On Radio Disney, they said, you got to treat me the right way. I think that was classic parents saying, I don't want my kids rubbing. Well, I, I was like... What's so bad about rubbing, you know? And then I learned by exploring my own body mm-hmm. the beauty of rubbing. What happens when you rub <laughs> is so... Ultimately, honestly, it was very Christina. Christina literally put me on a path towards discovery. This is why it's such a great debut single, because it hints at what's to come. <sighs> In the Stripped album, she was rubbing so hard, she busted. <laughs> oh, she busted. And the sheets were soaked. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's why Genie in a Bottle is number 10 on the pop girly debut singles Lost Coach list. Number nine, I, I Kissed a Girl, girl Katy, Katy Perry. Perry. Wow. Wow. Who could forget when Katy Perry came out and she dared be sort of a lesbian? It is. And to be a lesbian is the most daring thing. And so I think no matter what, even if you're curious, even if you're fully in your identity and your power as a lesbian person, you've dared. You have been daring. You've been bold. You've been adventurous. Isn't it interesting that she sort of came out with I Kissed a Girl and then she would sort of go on to be one of the most heterosexual pop stars that we have? Not only did she... In that, I mean she dated John Mayer. And that she dated John Mayer and that she has a child with Orlando Bloom. Incredibly straight girl things to do. She fucked Diplo, which is like... She fucked Diplo. That's the straight... When now, I mean, to fuck a bi guy, in hindsight, is very straight. Do you know mm -hmm, what I mean? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And to like... Work in Vegas is the straightest thing you could possibly do. 100%. I think all the big straight girls, a lot of them on this list, have all worked in Vegas. <laughs> yes. Well, I kissed a girl. What was your first memory of it? Because I, I see it so clearly. Do you want to know what happened one of the times I was listening to I Kissed a Girl? Tell me. I got in one of my very first car accidents while I was playing. In Long Island? Mm-hmm. 
Oh my God, I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's now more funny than it was traumatic at the time. It was traumatic because I wasn't sure if people were okay and everyone was okay ultimately, but I did get into a car accident while listening to this song and um, it hasn't dominated my memory of the song. But it's contributed. I did make out with our friend Charlotte while the song played in Las Vegas. You weren't on that trip. We had to go see Katy Perry for my birthday and Patrick House's birthday and I made out with our friend Charlotte. A bi woman. A little, little on the nose, but I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm, I know I didn't mean to undercut. I'm just saying, like, I think it's so apropos that you kissed Charlotte. A lot of our gay friends thought it was, quote, hot. Hmm. I'm so sorry. I didn't, I wasn't coming for you when I said it was on the nose, by the way. Uh, it was on the mouth is what it was. Honey. Right on the lips. And that's why I <laughs> Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry is number nine on the top 10 pop girly debut singles, Last Call. And number eight, Your, Your Love, love Nicki, Nicki Minaj. Minaj. I love a ballad. I love a I beautiful love a ballad. ballad. <laughs> with a sample. A ballad with a sample. Listen to this girl. Okay, so, you know, we should say, of course, these are all of the Pop Girlies' debut studio album singles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Uh, So Nikki obviously had... Mixtapes. Mixtapes, you know, Beam Me Up, Scotty is classic. But this was when she came on the scene. This is right when this woman was coming on post-Monsterverse. You were like, we need more of this person. It was really a day where I, like, I was in Honduras on a medical brigade mission. Oh my God. After freshman year of college. And the entire bus played Monster and the entire bus, all these fucking college students screaming Nikki's verse. I was like, what is this? It was the birth of a new artist. Well, they were like, you haven't heard of Nicki Minaj yet? Wow. I was like, no. And then went home from that trip, read up. And then when this song came out, when Your Love came out, I, this I've never been able to get out of my head. He the type to keep a couple hundred, hundred grand, grand in the rubber band. I was just going to say the same line. He the type to keep, keep a couple hundred grand in the rubber band. The damn money bam and the mother blam. And the money grand. I said he must be from the, the motherland. Anyway, so I think I met him in the sky. When, when I was a geisha, he was a samurai. Somehow I understood him when he spoke Thai. Never spoke lies and he never broke fly. As so much as let me get my cape on. And all these words coming together make the great song that is your love. I'll never forget when my friend Alison Coelho texted me and she said, have you heard Your Love by Nicki Minaj? Of course she introduced you to Your Love. Well, she didn't. I I had just heard it and then she had just heard it. And she said, I had no idea she was like a real artist. I was like, (laughs) honey, get ready. Then Pink Friday dropped. Soon we're going to have Pink Friday part two. Excited for that? Excited for that. All these reasons are why Your Love by Nicki Minaj (laughs) is number eight on the top 10 pop girly debut singles, Last Coach. Number seven, Miss Independent Kelly Clarkson. You came for me earlier when I put this on the list, and you have a point. I said, does this count? Because I don't know if this is the debut single. Technically, it was not the debut single. It's the lead single from the debut album. And this is sort of where I want to make the distinction, because I feel like Kelly Clarkson does not consider a moment like this her first single. I feel like she considers Thank you Miss for teaching me. Independent her first single. And I told you we could fight about this. And you're but not now, taking a combative tone. Because you just explained it to me. And you, I appreciate how, how it. How can I poke holes in that? If she's saying, moment like this was not my debut, I have to respect. Yeah, she was in no way, in any way... In control of that, of course, selection not, of the song. She and Justin sang it. It's exactly. not. It's not even fully hers. Nikki McKibben even recorded. Nikki even sang. And so did Tamara. I think. I think they all had versions of it that they were getting ready to release as the lead single, and then they didn't. Have we heard the Tamara version? I would like to dig that up. I would love to hear that. 
I, all I want is more a moment like this, but can we just talk about how Miss Independent launched Kelly mm-hmm. into true pop stardom and also co-written by Christina Aguilera. This actually was a Christina Aguilera castaway. And sometimes the songs that are always like, you know, this song was supposed to be for blah, blah, blah. I'm always like, well, I'm glad it worked out another way. Mm-hmm. I'm never like, oh, I wish Toxic was sang by Kylie Minogue. No, that's Britney Spears' song. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? 100%. Sometimes the songs end up with the right pop girly. Yes. And this was the case of that. In fact, to this day, Kelly Clarkson says that one of her favorite songs to perform live is Miss Independent. I love that. And for that reason, it's number seven on our list of top ten pop girly debut singles, Lost, Lost Coach. Number six. Just, Just Dance, Dance, Lady Gaga. Gaga. I know this changed your life. Actually, this wasn't the song that changed my life. I know this was the beginning (laughs) of something that would ultimately change your life. Well, I mean, it was a song that, like, gives you the classic Lady Gaga roadmap, right? Like, like you hear it for the first time, you go, it's interesting. I don't know if I love it just Mm -hmm. yet. Mm -hmm. Then you listen to it again. Then again and again and again. And then something happens where you listen to it on the radio or it comes on at the grocery store and you go, wow, damn, that's good. It's like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Remember Chromatica Ball when she sang this? Oh, my God. Well, she wasn't moving at all and sang Just Dance. She needn't move. She needn't. Because when she said Just Dance, you know who heard her? The Little Monsters. The Little Monsters. We were dancing for Mother. Da-da-doo-doo. Da-da-doo-doo. I said, she can't come up with words for this, but that, I, I don't think there, there can possibly be lyrics for that expression. Da-da-doo-doo and Just Dance, baby! Yeah! Colby O'Donis. Colby O'Donis, those two words are why. <laughs> Just Dance is number six on the top 10 pop girly debut singles. Lost, Lost Coach. Number five. Baby, Baby One, One More, More Time, Time Britney, Britney Spears. Spears. I think we all remember where we were. <laughs> when we saw her traipse around the hallways, the basketball court. Little heathen. Little heathen. Little girl. Little girl dressed up as a big girl. Confusing the fathers. <laughs> the fathers, the mothers, the daughters, the sons. Yeah, everyone in the family was confused but intrigued. I mean, this was confusing for us as a generation of little gay boys. Because, Brit- because it was undeniable to any living person at the time that she was the, the hottest person alive. Mm-hmm. That she appealed to all sectors. That if you were a gay boy in the closet, you were like, that's the most beautiful woman in the world. Mm-hmm. And that was the same exact thing that was being said by the straight boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it actually was a unifier. It was a unifier. Yeah, I remember Britney Spears. There was a time in my life when my aunt and uncle like were like, who's your favorite singer? <laughs> and I remember I didn't really have one at the time, so I just said Britney Spears because it felt safe because it's everyone safe. knew who she was. Aunts, uncles, mothers, fathers, the childless knew who Britney the Spears childless. was. Those without nieces and nephews. The parentless, the orphans knew. You know, TLC was first offered this song. I didn't know that. Yeah, and you can kind of hear a T-Boz chili vocal on it if yeah. you really listen hard. On the My Loneliness. No, but I'm saying like if you if you picture it in your mind's eye. Oh, yeah, yeah, You can yeah. sort of, if you picture it in your mind's eye, you can sort of hear. Uh-huh. I can <laughs> picture it. T-Boz and chili on this. Although, what would the Lisa Left Eye Lopez rap sample be on this? It would be Over the Bridge. Although, it's the classic Max Martin thing of overlays the bridge onto the chorus for mm-hmm. the last key change, overlaying the bridge onto the chorus the same time and it's like wow like whatever phil specter wall of sound equivalent oh my god but um i can't but i'm sure i'm sure the left eye verse would have been over like the my loneliness is killing oh instead of doing it twice i love the bridge of this song it's incredible my loneliness 
It's don't you know. That's the thing. That's the interval. Still believe. Oh, oh, I love it. And we love it so much that it is number five on the list of top 10 pop girly debut singles. Lost, Lost Cult. Number four. Call, Call Me, me maybe, maybe Carly Rae Jepsen. Jepsen. Now, this is technically not accurate either. Go on and say why. Because, as we all know, Carly Rae Jepsen places high in Canadian Idol in 2008. Mm-hmm. Her debut album comes out. Her single is um, something called Sunshine on My Shoulders. I have not heard this song, but that is technically her debut single. I've not heard that song. But the song, but but you retorted. I, re- and, I retorted. And you said... <laughs> <laughs> you you were being retorted. I was being retorted, I should say. And you said, it has to be on the list. And I said, you know what? You're right. Because this is the song that everybody was able to be like, this is the song. I think that when this song came out, everyone knew who Carly Rae Jepsen was. And you couldn't tell most people this wasn't her debut single. And I think it was designed by her record label to feel like a debut single. Because... This was her introduction. If you weren't Canadian and weren't ringing the phones on Canadian uh-huh. Idol, you didn't know this young girl. Honey, if you're not living in Manitoba with the landline dialing, you know, Carly Rae's number every week, you didn't know who the fuck she was. No, you did not. I'll never forget at the time when this came out, a lot of the narrative around her was like, well, you know she's 40. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I think that, I think the truth of it was she was in her like late 20s. And right. people were like, she's so old. Fuck, that Fuck. Sucks. it sucks so much. But you know what doesn't suck? The earworm that is Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. Can I say something before yeah. we move on? Before it's the strings on. for me. The strings yes. The strings are the thing that I'm always like, and it's like a pew, pew. I'm like, yes. It's yes. candy. It's one of the most candy songs one of the most you can ever songs. listen to, which is why Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen is number four on the top 10 pop girly debut singles. Last Cult. Last Cult. Number three. Crazy, Crazy in Love, love Beyonce. Beyonce. I mean, what song is more... When it starts at the Renaissance World Tour, serotonin releases into your brain. Oh, my God. The horns... The iconic stomp. The stomp. The dance at the end. I would say the white girl stomp was an invention, ironically, of Beyonce's in this music video and in the subsequent live performances. Yes. She made that kind of stomp something that white girls saw and said, I can walk too, I bet. I can lift my knees a little bit higher. Shake my hips, sway them to and fro. To, fro, here, there. Back, forth. Can we talk about this? When I talk to my friends so quietly... Who we think he is. Look at what you did to me. When I talk to my friends so, so quietly. quietly. <laughs> Writing. The way that the that the chorus comes back in when you don't expect it after the Jay-Z verse. Like the Jay-Z verse kind of ends a little bit sooner than it's supposed to. Genius. Do you remember when she said, got me hoping you page me right now? Even in the year of our Lord 2023, we're still being like, got me hoping you page me right now. I hope I get paged by the item... Of my affection. This is one of those things, like, there is such a fear these days around, like, oh, let's not, like, throw slang into, like, our scripts or our songs because then it'll date it too quickly. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, it's fine. If it's good enough, it won't matter because guess what? We're going to be singing it, quoting it 20 years from now, and we're not going to care. Look out for my new single, Apple Watch, <laughs> dropping in 2024. I look down at my Apple Watch Series 7. I look down at my Apple Watch Series 7. 
saw your name. I saw you were texting me, boy. On my iOS <laughs> 17 phone. <laughs> Had to update the iOS. Hey, hey. And that's why Crazy in Love by Beyonce is number three on the top 10 pop girly debut singles. Lost, Lost Cult. <laughs> number two. TikTok Kesha. Well, I guess we should save this for the end of this discussion for this particular song, but now I now I can't not say it. This was supposed to be number one. It was supposed to be number one, and then Bowen reminded me of another song, and I said, wait, hold the phone. Hold the phone. Popular expression for wait a second. Uh-huh. I knew that that one had to be number one, but this was number two. Here's a famous thing about my life. The first time I heard this song, not only did I hate it, I actually thought music was over. I'm like, what are you kidding me? I remember. The second time I heard it, I thought it was the biggest smash I'd ever heard in my life. What do you think today? I think it's number two on the list of top 10 pop girl debut singles, Lost Culture. That's what I think. This song is 14 years old. As of this recording, 14 years old. This is incredible. You want to know why it's so iconic? Because it gets Kesha across in a nutshell. All these songs need to get the artist across in a nutshell. And everything about pretty much all of these songs says... This is who I am. Mm-hmm. Here is the introduction to who I am. Yep. Like literally every single one of them. Like Ginny in a bottle, you have that like raw sexuality and vocals. Kiss the girl, you have the cheeky humor. Go off. Your love, you have like Nicki Minaj giving. Giving you like fucking like a female rapper hasn't done before like syllabic acrobatics. Mm-hmm. You're like, damn, like I would never have thought like couple hundred grand in the rubber band, just land money, playing them and the money gram. You know, I mean, you're like, oh shit. Yes, like giving like ver- dexterity, ver- verbosity and dexterity yeah. to everyone and then everyone sort of nailing it in their own right. Uh-huh. Then Miss Independent, you have like that big chorus yeah. that that's indicative of Kelly, that like big blasted choruses and those tasty little verses. Tasty verses where she's low and crispy. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, and then keep going. Just Dance, Gaga. Just Dance gave pure pop. Dance pop, the revival of like Euro inspired dance pop techno. Baby One More Time gave tongue in cheek. I mean, those like little Stevie Wonderism vocals uh-huh. that Britney had in the very beginning. Britney, that really was like pure 90s pop sound too. Like oh, that yeah. she engineered and was like sounded perfectly on. But it's through her one voice. person. It's like yearning, teenage yearning through one person. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now call me maybe. I think call me maybe was just like a Hooks. true genius yeah. or songwriter uh-huh. getting it across. And saying to you, it doesn't matter what you want. You're singing my song. Yeah. And I think Carly Rae Jepsen, like, especially for gays now, it doesn't matter when Carly Rae comes out, you're singing. It really is amazing how at this point she's established her. her, The thing she's established as like something different from like Taylor's version, let's say. Mm -hmm. It's like, here are the B-sides that are going to be just as good as the regular album. Yep. Like, we're, we've gone through three cycles of this now. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway. TikTok said, I'm a mess uh-huh. and I'm chaotic. Uh-huh. And you're singing along to it. We skipped Crazy in Love. Oh, Crazy in Love. Literally, even the Jay-Z feature. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's just all like, this is Beyonce saying, I am a take charge. I remember yeah. the first time I heard this, I thought Michael Jackson. Yeah. I thought like... Timeless. That's what uh-huh. I love about Crazy in Love is it is a timeless, timeless sound. You could put it out today. It would be a hit. Yeah. Even with the Page Me lyric, I think she'd find a way to make that like innovative. It's powerful. Yes. As it harkens to the classics. It's dance forward. And also it had an iconic dance move attached to it, which mm-hmm. she would do many, many, many times. I feel like that's also a part of Beyonce that like gets lost. It's the fact that she's like pretty much always gives you like 
even if we don't have the visuals explicitly on Renaissance, like we have like dances that we're doing to the songs. Like she's just timeless. And Crazy in Love was that. Crazy in Love was that. And then TikTok by Kesha, as we finish this conversation about that song, college for us. Absolutely. And said, I'm a nasty, nasty pop girl who speaks singing, but it's melodic and musical and brilliant. And she would do that many, many times. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's number two on our top 10 pop girly debut singles, Lost Culture. Which brings us all the way to number number one, one, London Bridge Fergie. Yes! A stupid song. Stupid. (laughs) Stupid. So stupid. Makes no sense. How Oh shit. Oh shit. (laughs) Oh shit. Fergie Ferg, what's up, baby? It makes no sense. How come every time you come around my My London, London London Bridge wanna go down like London, London, London? Much of her first album, her debut album, The Duchess, doesn't make any sense. But we never have gotten a better album since. It's art. It's one of the great pieces of art we've experienced in culture. The hits from that album are bountiful. Tell me a better song than Glamorous. Go ahead. For Delicious. And I would girls don't cry. Cause I'm gonna miss you like a child missing that blanket. I'm gonna get a move on with my life. I said every song, Tasty Girl. Tasty Girl. Clumsy when I'm falling in Clumsy, love. Clumsy, are you kidding me? People are still on these streets singing glamorous. When they feel glamorous, the thing that pops into their head is they start spelling the damn word. I can't describe how London Bridge opened the door to Fergie. Yes. And here's the thing. It gets lost in the conversation, yes. but not anymore. Not anymore. It's number one. Because the second everyone turns off this podcast, they're going to go to their Spotify, their Apple Music, whatever there is. They're going to go to their Walkman if they're still using one. They're going to go to their vinyls. They're going to whip out the Duchess vinyl that they definitely own. And if you don't, get one. I'm getting one. They're going to put it on the player, put the thing on the record, and start spinning London Bridge. I mean... This song is powerful. I'm so glad we landed on this as number one. Drinks Drinks the slander, drinks the slander, drinks the slander, real good. (laughs) The great goose got your girl feeling loose. So dangerous to come out in a time when I was going to Sweet Sixteens in high school because the great goose did have your girl feeling loose in front of my friend's parents. My humps was a sinful song that made our generation. Devils. Horrors and devils. And then we thought we knew Fergie then, but like even with London Bridge, it's that same thesis that you were saying earlier where this blasted down the doors. Fergie created the culture of our generation being whores and devils. And that's real culture number 80. Fergie Fergie created created the culture culture of our our generation generation being whores whores and and devils. And that is why... London Bridge by Fergie is number (laughs) one on the top 10 pop girly debut singles, Lost Cult. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this mini bonus episode where we are beginning our journey into top 10 list culture. We're so excited. We're so excited to join this journey. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because we're really joining it too. We already have already been on it. And stay tuned for our next bonus episode, which is Top Top 10 10 Julia Julia Roberts Roberts Films. films. And we end every episode with a song. When I come Come to to the club, step aside. Oh, shit. I'm a thief, I'm happy in the line. Oh, shit. Be up here, then run the line. Oh, 
There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com.